morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and oh yeah, we've gone from TGIF to OFIM. You'll have to figure out that anagram in this show. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, and it's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal, lawful gold and silver, real money to real people. You can call us one 800 951 and grab a hold and get some put away. You can also head out for you techies at allamericangold.com, updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. I'm joined with Joe Jaquint, a uh, family member and president of Patriot Trading Group and partner of the radio station, 1360 KHNC, at which we're live in the rocking and firing the roar of the Rockies in uh, northern Colorado and also here at KXXT, 1010 AM, Family Values Radio. Happy Monday to you. Sir, how are you this morning? Well, you know what? It's Monday, so it's going to be one of those days we're going to start off real slow. I'm going to take it easy take today. Take it easy so, today. Yeah, yeah. It was all, uh, a long weekend of protesting, and so I'm just uh, just sitting back, relaxing today. Well, you are still got nerve damage, right? you got, you got, got a my... bad nerve shoulder. And everybody understands, Joe, the boomers that listen to me. By the way, I got insulted this weekend. I got called a boomer yesterday. Okay, boomer. <laughs> You know, I can still probably bench press 300 and something pounds, and this this guy who said it can't weigh 150 soaking wet. And they're 30-something, and I realize they really do hate us, don't they? Oh, yeah. They hate oh, us. Oh, absolutely. I hate you. So, you know. <laughs> I know. Of course, they got it. They think that we were just given everything, you know, and uh, I don't know. It's just crazy. Trying to separate everything that's happening. You know, we had, you know, this co- we founded this company on a, basic principles and i used to say it god country family well now the quote unquote nihilist generation wants to get rid of god and country i guess we're all family because they call us well god country you might as well throw family in there because they ain't having any kids well they'll call everybody bro you know so hey bro how'd that word get out so i mean that's you hear that over and over again so it is monday i hope this finds you well they didn't get the 20 million people out on the street but there was a lot. Um, either they're not reporting or there is no violence. I mean, it's pretty much, you know, disappeared off the public airwaves. In my neighborhood last night, however, shots fired at 2.30 in the morning and helicopters over the North Valley. Somebody's uh, out uh, pillaging in the middle of the night. I don't know. So, And, uh, you know, the, uh, the world just spins. I was tell Joe. You told us a story last week that the Chinese were not buying any soybeans. Correct. And uh, they canceled. Orders. We had that. We had that story. Now, what makes me a little different here, and you get a little bit different radio, is I look at so many sources. I watch every Saturday that I can. I watch the weekly weekly farm report, and I it's just it's on a rural television, and I can't help it. It's in my head. The uh, the commodities traders, which they always give you the commodity report said that was fake news put out on the news wires to discredit President Trump and the Chinese trading. So I didn't really know which way to go with that and, and to, to try to figure out uh, who or why that they would put that out on the airwaves today that China was, was last week or kicking back, that China was kicking back and not holding up their end of the, the, uh, the trade agreements that they're supposed to buy American. So, according to RFDT, 
RFD TV. Well, what did, was he saying was fake news? He uh, said that the Chinese were in the soybeans markets and they were buying it. And, the, and they put that story out to show that Trump's trade uh, policies were no good and they weren't working. So I don't know. So I just thought I'd put that out for you. I surprised you with that one. And I wanted to see what your thoughts were on it. So. Well, I think this. I know for a fact that they bought soybeans from Brazil at a higher price than what we were selling them for. That I know. That was on the that was Ten on the cargo exchange. Yeah. I, I, that I know. So I, I don't know. To, to answer the question, we don't know. I, I know this. China's not... The, the phase one deal, trade deal, if we want to talk about the, the deal that the president told us about... Is not happening, right? Because you remember, of course, I told you I didn't think it was mathematically possible for China to buy that much stuff right. to begin with. So um, I don't know. I don't know how to answer the question. There's, Could be. There's multiple stories out about the Cold War that's starting. They don't really know whether to call it a Cold War or not. But the uh, quote-unquote financial analysts are predicting an 80s-style uh, defense uh, stocks. Uh, again, now emerging as the uh, new leaders. What about so. the the jobs number Friday? The jobs number. Did you amazing. see what happened after Wall Street closed? <laughs> the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out and said, "You know that number we released? Well, there was they're calling it a misclassification error." Now I don't know what that means, and they don't tell us what it means. But what they said was. Hey, we're having this error. We don't know why we're having the error. And that unemployment rate that we told you about uh, probably isn't accurate. And, and it's it's three points. Now, somehow they came up with a number. It's three points higher than what we said it was on Friday morning. Well, and this morning the, the rhetoric's flying that uh, that they've massaged the numbers. Yeah, so is that fake news? I, I don't know. I don't know what's fake news. I know the Democrats were on their knees this morning for eight minutes and well, the some Democrats odd are seconds. Blood. Yeah, they think that this the the whole George Floyd thing, the president's response, which was send out the military, let's get the rioting under control, versus the let's all kneel together. Right, right. They think that may be enough to win the election. And rumor is the president may make an appearance on national TV to uh, to uh, calm everybody. We'll see. So it's Monday. What's most important is your health. So I want you to relax. I know you're looking at that bottle of Jack. <laughs> Wait until Friday. We'll be back. Now able to keep this thing going. Thanks for all your support. YouTube is censoring our show, so I'd like to thank them for that. You people that hear it live, notice a few of my, well, more interesting comments don't seem to make it online. So, so. Is that the word? <laughs> interesting? It might be good. All Because, you know, I mean, let's face it, these are tough, tough, tough times. you gotta, you got to watch everything, you know, you say, and I'm trying not to get the windows blown out here. So, But, you know, how do you get the news out to... Um, you know, you try to make everybody happy. Eventually, everyone's going to hate you. Right. So I just keep going. So Denver police is banning the use of chokeholds as part of a series of policy changes in the wake of the 11 days of protest. 
Today will be the twelfth on the twelfth day of protest. And again, and, and just My from an economic to me. standpoint, right? And I watch you know obviously the Wall Street rally, and now you're starting to to get all the big players out there starting to say, well, maybe we're getting a little ahead of ourselves uh, as Wall Street's still up up another couple hundred today. It can't be good for business. You know, when you sit there and you think about, okay, when at least here in Phoenix, and I'm assuming all the major cities are the same, wherever they're going to protest, the stores are all boarded up. They, they If they open, they shut at 5 o'clock. Uh, the police are everywhere. And, and, and it turns into kind of like a no-go area, right? So if you got a restaurant there, a retail outlet, whatever, you're not going to do any business. And you think about... Uh, this is going to be day 12. It doesn't look like there's you know any end in sight on this. Uh, it's got to have an effect well, economically. It just does. And all these people that are out there protesting, normally what would they be doing? They'd be out there going out to eat. They'd be getting lunch. They'd be going to dinner. Maybe they'd be going to have a cocktail or, or whatever, have a barbecue. They'd be out there spending money. They showed pictures of Vegas this weekend. They're like, look, all the people have come. It turns out they're all protesters. Protesting down the strip. So I guess they stop, you know, and pull a slot machine or something. I don't know. It so. did not look like the Vegas opening went very well. No. Because no. we didn't get any. I didn't see any articles about, look at the crowd. Right. And, and you would have seen it. Right. It would have right. been everywhere. Look how great it is. So anyway, effective Sunday, cops in Denver were no longer allowed to be able to use chokeholds or utilize carotid compression, that's the carotid artery, techniques in any capacity. Officers will also have to report to a supervisor anytime they intentionally point a firearm at someone while on the job. Now, of course, we all know, the liberals know that there's such a thing as gun crime, so the cop can say, wasn't my fault, the gun did it all by itself. In a third step aimed at improving public accountability, SWAT officers will also be mandated to activate their body-worn cameras while performing tactical operations at any time. The changes to existing use of force and body-worn camera policies were made as an attempt to maintain the highest level of public accountability. Now, they don't mention the use of headlock in wedlock, which I have found highly useful in my 32 years. So I guess that's still okay for all you married folks that are up there in the Rocky Mountains. So, But anyway, they're going to continue to evaluate their policies with community input and make improvements as needed in the interest of public and officer safety, said Police Chief Paul Pazin. And for those YouTubers out there, he was kidding. He said that in jest. What, the headlock and wedlock? hundred bucks, that gets uh, taken right out on YouTube, so... Minneapolis County or Council now, the majority is backing the disbanding of the police. So this is what it's turned into, it looks like for me. When, I, when I'm watching, uh, the only demand that I've seen regularly is defund the police, uh, which I don't think is the right answer. I mean, I don't know about anybody else out there listening. I, and again, there are there bad apples in the police force? Of course there is. There's bad apples in any business. Are there bad apples in the gold and silver business? Yes. Are there bad apples in the stock markets? Yes. Are there bad actors in with lawyers and teachers and coaches and you name it? Yes. Michael Madoff? <laughs> <laughs> you mean there's bad people, Joe? So, yeah. So, you know, my heart goes out. In general, I've, uh, you know... I mean, I mixed it up a couple of times with officers, you know. And you get, like the guy, they shoved him over, you know. 
Okay, so let's bring it. That was the guy in Buffalo, right? right? So So here's this guy who's deliberately... And he's no spring chicken. Right, but he's deliberately agitating and getting in the way. And and, they just shove him. And and it was just a bad fall. Bad. But, you know, you're going to... Everybody did not knows. Fall well, yes. Everybody knows. Just yes, sir. No, sir. Right. Here's my license, registration. Everybody knows. Get out that. of the way because so, they were. They want to change it. I don't what? know how they're going to change. I, I it. What do you do? What, what's the right answer? The Chris Rock. The Chris Rock. If you can find it, I don't know if they've taken it out. You know how? You know if the police have to come get you, that you've got a butt kicking coming. You know. I mean. And he and he covered it. Everybody and he goes, you know what? What you do, what you don't do. You put your hand on the steering wheel, or he goes, don't. He is wrong. Guy gets out. What do you want? You know, starts yelling at the cops. I can't imagine what it would be like doing this. I don't know how they. You know, I got the utmost respect for some of the footage that I've seen with these punks in their face. You know, and they're just taking it. Just taking it. A lot of them are starting to walk off the job, though. Well, I think that's going to be the end result. So what are we going to get next? The end result is you're going to see a lot of cops deciding it's not worth it. Right. And and that's already starting to become a a bigger number by the minute. So a solid majority of the Minneapolis City Council pledged yesterday to disband the local police department and replace it with a new model of public safety. Nine of the council's 13 members said the changes are to be decided upon that will replace the police department, are expected to be adopted in the coming few weeks here. What's going to happen with the pensions? Well, yeah. How about that? Wait, I mean, are we going to, I mean, is this what we're talking about? We're going to replace it? We're going to get rid of it? That means what? You're going to start a whole uh, new type of a force? Are you going to have, are you going to, have to apply? Uh, what, what kind of benefits do you get? I mean, right? I mean, what kind of pay does it pay? What are the rules? Uh, what happens to the old pensions? I mean, there's a lot at stake here. It's not as simple as, hey, we're just going to get rid of this and go to this. I mean, it doesn't work that way. You know, we did the story about the Dodge dealer in Oakland Friday that uh, they just ravaged him while he was open, stole all the cars, ruined everything. Turns out they got the Mercedes dealer up the street. There was an article written over the weekend about um, all the city sales taxes that the car dealers, and here the, in Scottsdale, they just got hammered. They don't want to show it, but they did. And uh, all the city sales taxes they collect, well, part of that city sales taxes, so when you call the police, they actually show up, you know. And in all the cases, they were the cops refused to come. So things are changing. There's no doubt things are changing as to what. Who knows? I mean, so really you're going to have a liberal police department with, you know, we'd like to come, sir. We can't send any officers, but we are sending uh, our, our our condolences. We're very sorry that your home is burning. Have, right, we're going to have a person come out and, and tell you how sorry we are. Right. Next week from Tuesday. Right. Can we set an appointment today? Yes. So I know that uh, your family may be raped. We'll be dead. by sometime between 1 and 4 p.m. next Thursday. Right. Well, is that where we're going? The place will go nuts. I mean, the world will go nuts. You think that these, what's the, the New York police budget they publish? Is six billion? Is that what it is? It's a big number. It's a big number. Do you think that happened by accident? <laughs> They're like, you know, these, I mean, granted, you know, the donut shops can only hold so many. <laughs> but, you know, eventually somebody's working, doing something, right? So, I don't know. I mean... It's, it's different. It's going to be interesting to see how this comes out the other end. But, 
you know, who really would believe that, that you know, you look at George Floyd, I mean, how you, how change happens. I mean, he was, you know, passing counterfeit bill and, you know, a convicted felon, and now he's a national hero. So, I mean, man, things change on a dime, don't they? one 800 9510592. That's why we've always looked at what we do here, hard assets as insurance policy. Because they've been able to put the genie back in the bottle uh, over and over again here. You know, the equity markets, and I said that the uh, marches over the weekends would not be happy with the Dow up a thousand points. And then Fox News actually had the unmitigated audacity to publish a chart that the uh, George Floyd death is now the stock market appreciations much higher than the MLK assassination, the wrong Rodney King, or the Michael Brown deaths. And the people went crazy. Can you believe they actually put that chart up? So, again, ignorance is still running rampant throughout the media. But, you know, I said it was just going to anger people, and it has. Another thing President Donald Trump wants to know is if NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is now saying it's okay for players to kneel during the national anthem. You know, it's funny. This is a good one because I've had several friends unsolicited by me want to talk about hey if these guys start kneeling i'm turning it off again well we you know they lost a tremendous me included i mean all most of the conservatives refused to watch the nfl two seasons ago now we all started to come back right like okay you know you know everybody grabbed their senses this is america by god this is america's flag and when you play the national anthem you face a flag you put your hand over your heart now here we go again. So last week, Goodell was saying the league was wrong for not listening to players fighting for racial equality. So now could it be even remotely possible that in Roger Goodell's rather interesting statement of peace and reconciliation, that he was intimidating or intimating that it would now be okay for players to kneel or not stand oh, for the I, national I, There's anthem. no doubt that's what he was doing. At least in my mind. I mean, that was exactly uh, what he was doing. The interesting thing will be, what will the reaction be? Because I, I think there's no doubt that that mo- a lot more of us are like, hey, you know what? These guys got a point. But you kind of draw the line at the flag, don't you? I believe so, yeah. I mean, people were quite adamant about it. Right? So. I mean, it's only, where's the line? Their ratings took the biggest hit ever. So... So what, where do you draw the line? What happens next, in my opinion, to get rid of the national anthem? Depending on Just get where, rid well, of it. That, so, you don't think that's been mentioned? Oh, I'm sure it has. Replace the flag, change the national anthem, right? All of these things. We, you know, we, we, we've seen this happening uh, with all the statues and all these other things that are being torn down. Uh, that, that's probably next. That is probably next, Eric. We could change the national anthem. We are the world. We are the children. Everybody can hold hands and sing and hold up uh, candles well, on their cell phone. There's police forces, so uh, let's hope right. that's what we're doing. Have you seen the, uh, instead of lighting candles now when you do a vigil, you just put a picture of a candle burning on your cell phone and you hold it up in the air. So much. You know, have you seen that? That's bizarre to me. Poor candle guys. Can't the catch a break. The candle guys are out of business. Can't, can't, can't catch a break. The 10-foot pole guys have been replaced by six-footers. It's crazy. Former President Barack Hussein Obama, you might have known him in high school as Barry Sotero, shared a message of encouragement to graduating students 
telling them in his commencement speech that we can all create a new normal. The message that streamed Sunday on YouTube's Dear Class of 2020 program, Obama said the current crisis are a wake-up call, and they are an incredible opportunity for your generation because you don't have to accept what was considered normal before, you know, like working for a living. Because I think that's what every, the nihilists want. They don't want to strive for the almighty dollar. I mean, they don't want religion. They don't want any of this. These are all, you know, these are all merely distractions in the pursuance of utopia. And I, I agree. I think this is another one in the line when you talk about capitalism. Right now we're socialists verging on the uh, on the doorstep of communism here. And, and this is kind of, this goes with it, doesn't it? I believe it's what they want. The only demands we have so far is defund the police. Now, I think in the African-American community, the repatriations, uh, reparations, I'm sorry, the reparations is uh, going to become a gigantic issue during the election. And sleepy Joe Biden will bring those in. I'm going to say this right now. Joe Biden just needs to keep his mouth shut. Well, I think he'll do it. The The less you hear from him, the better chance they have of winning. And I really believe the Democrats think they've got something here. And, and remember, the, there's only a handful of states that need to swing the other way. And a lot of those states, you're talking about 1,000, maybe 2,000 people changing their mind. And, and Hillary was president. And socialism is at our front door. Voila. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now continuing that legacy, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. A crisis doesn't have immunity from the symptoms of politics. We're just a few months from the next presidential election. For Democrats, whatever President Trump endorses is bad. And a prolonged crisis is nothing more than an opportunity for them to boost their Democratic Party in the upcoming elections. Democratic governors from New York to Nevada are proof of this sad truth. They interfered with ordinary folks trying to get treatment for COVID-19. Even in red state Georgia, nursing home patients vulnerable to the coronavirus couldn't get preventative medicines, while in other countries like South Korea and India, they were dishing it out left and right. Trump tried to get treatment to people as early as possible, so Democrats reflexively did the opposite. Grandstanding Democrat New York Governor Andrew Cuomo opted to take on the hospitalized and ration approach of socialized medicine rather than Trump's approach of getting medicine out as quickly as possible. Cuomo hoarded so much medication that patients couldn't easily obtain it in New York. Cuomo and other Democrat governors stopped treatment for coronavirus patients until they got into the hospital, and then they rationed it. This ties in perfectly with the model for socialized medicine, which is to withhold care and then earn political support by appearing to be generous with the public who should have had access to it all along. If you still aren't convinced that Democrats can't keep politics out of the business of saving lives, listen to this. A hospital executive in New York was rightly fired for suggesting that Trump supporters should infect each other with the coronavirus. Bias against conservatives reaches from Hollywood to hospitals. Liberals even used COVID-19 as an excuse to take political potshots at those they hate most. Abortion is somehow considered essential, while non-essential services like churches and gun stores were put on indefinite lockdown, with pastors even being arrested. When our grandchildren read about COVID-19 in the history books, 
I wish they could see a nation united against a common enemy. I want them to see people coming together for the betterment of our communities. That's the legacy our grandchildren deserve to read about. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. For 50 years, Mrs. Schlafly promoted grassroots efforts to rally conservatives. Today, you can harness the power of social media by going to phyllisschlafly.com and sharing these commentaries with friends across the country. Get started at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hey, thanks for staying with us. I hope this Monday finds you well. Uh, If you're in the big cities listening to us and cleaning up from the the, uh, tremendous throngs of people that have uh, literally occupied America. And I feel bad. A lot of the businesses now, supposedly phase one in New York, are going to open. I think this is it, right? This is kind of the last. New York was last. Yeah. Well, California's staying L.A. till August. But a lot of Californias open. They're open yeah, anyway. They're open anyway. But New York, I think, the last of the majors to, to open here. Uh, I think what the restaurants and stuff you can have, dine-in and things of that nature starting but now, today. But now, now you got the coronavirus, especially here in Arizona and Utah, uh, starting to propagate at a higher rate than it was. And uh, it's interesting because now also, you know, here in another couple of months, the... the uh, the Trump rallies are going to start. and uh, This is the thing. This is why I was getting to earlier about Biden just needs to keep his mouth shut uh, because that way he doesn't remind everybody what a huge idiot he is. And I use that word because uh, he really is. What are you saying? Every time he talks, people lose interest or what? So, <laughs> And he's better off not saying anything because here's the thing. This was – and people forget – very, very close as to who became president between Trump and Hillary. There was those handful of states, and you can call them, you know, Michigan, Pennsylvania, right? You talk about Florida, Virginia, these states, South Carolina, these states that were really close were maybe a thousand or two different. And if it had gone the other way, right, Donald Trump doesn't get the presidency. And now we're sitting there and you're, you're, you're seeing all the people, you know, okay, now Mitt Romney, we don't care about Mitt Romney, Colin Powell, George Bush, right? All these Republicans now saying, hey, we're voting for Biden. And my thought process on this is the states have the power, right? So if Donald Trump says, I want to go to Pennsylvania to have a rally, or I want to go to Michigan and have a rally. You remember the rallies that he had? They were sold out. There was thousands and thousands of people all cheering for the president. It was very powerful. They're still out there. It's our turn on TV, by the way. It's so. very powerful. But now are they going to get banned? Well, that's the you asked. Now, all of a sudden, it won't be coronavirus safe? Yet, the, the, the liberal agenda is now, you know, fine, obviously. So... Here in Arizona, they can't figure out what's happened because it's you know been a thousand degrees. The only thing that's changed is protests and bars. Right, that's it. So cases have shot way up. Yeah, here, shot yeah. up. So, but of course they've got the drive-through testing now. Yeah, and all that stuff. But I, but I, I'm just thinking about right here. We are. It's already June, and I haven't heard a peep on a debate. 
right? I mean, technically, Biden hasn't even won the nomination, yeah. right? They haven't even announced, you know, it's, it's not right. official. I just forgot about it. I mean, it's debate. not even official. And I think this helps the Democrats. The longer they don't have to do this, the better off they're going to be. And I think they're also going to be banning these rallies. I don't think they're going to let Trump do them. You might be right. Of course, then that's going to tr- create a whole new batch of protesters. So, except you notice the Trump protesters never burn anything. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> usually we say the silent majority, right? We don't, we're not out there protesting. Ah, we got to go to work. I don't have time to protest. I got to go to work. I'm still going to vote for Trump, but I got to go to work. All the censoring and everything. Speaking of that, uh, President Trump says he's given the order for National Guard troops now to be withdrawing from the nation's capital so well, that's good that's good get them out of there thank god they're you know i'm telling you the the first friday night where they were all in front of the white house that they didn't have enough people there you could tell yeah you could tell there wasn't enough people it caught them completely off guard and i think that it could have went any way well i'm gonna tell you right now i think so. the the states wisened up real quick and had overwhelming numbers after those first few days you know, when I was out there and I was losing my mind about getting the National Guard, you know, because I'm a business owner, right? I feel for those people, they lose everything, right? Your store gets looted, right? You're out of business. I mean, that's just it. You can't make a living any longer. And, and so I think that, that they got it under control, and, and that's made a huge difference. I really believe that. Well, I'll do a little more on the business news here. It turns out the uh, people because of coronavirus or whatever it is, aren't, aren't visiting banks anymore. Well, there's a big art of Wall Street. Traffic's trip. way down. Banks, they just want to close. That's what they want to do. Well, they want to get rid of kind of all branches. Close the branches. So yep. maybe you could make an appointment with the bank and the police on the same day so you can come investigate uh, and your banker will just come visit your house. I don't know. So. I think you're going to see thousands and thousands of bank branches disappear. Why don't they just put leave the ATMs? <laughs> they, right, leave the ATM in the drive-through window and bulldoze the bank, or turn it into right? a coffee hey, shop. They don't or need something. to spend the overhead. Yeah, right. I mean, just, just look at retail. Right, every retailer out there is regretting the fact that they've got a hundred thousand square feet storefronts. They don't need it. They figured out that. Uh, there is a lot of redundancy in the commercial real estate markets. Even the real estate offices here in uh, Arizona, the NRTs, are all closed. You're talking about you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of realtors that the offices are no longer open anymore. I don't. They don't know what's going to happen. But the big corporations have not called everybody back yet. So it's pretty strange. But again, a lot of the big corporations are publicly traded, and they're following New York, regardless of if they're in Arizona, California, Utah, Colorado. So it uh, it's something. The country, though, they say eighty percent of the country believes that uh, we're in trouble, one way or another. So between the pandemic um, and the the violence that's going on, eighty percent feel. The country is spiraling out of control, according to the Wall Street Journal this morning. The poll also reveals striking partisan divides in how voters view a pair of unfolding national crises, you know, including the, again, Floyd and the unrest and the 109,000 fatalities so far with the uh, COVID-19. Three-quarters of Democrats, 74%, said it may take the next year or even longer to curb the COVID-19 
And uh, 82% uh, right now of conservatives doesn't believe it to be a problem. How about that? Just bizarre numbers. Bizarre numbers. That's exactly what it feels like to be. So Exact opposite ends of the spectrum on the same issues. About uh, half of all Republicans, 48%, say they were more concerned about protests than the Floyd killing. So 81% believe the opposite in Democrats. So we haven't closed anything up here, you know. So, I mean, it's just amazing. Somehow we're all going to have to unite and uh, kumbaya and uh, heal as a nation. What's going to be the catalyst for that to happen? I don't know. The, oh, the hockey team wins the Olympics. <laughs> Miracle on I that, do it. <laughs> that did it in 80. Now CNN poll out this morning said that uh, Trump's numbers are the worst since Jimmy Carter. <laughs> oh, that's pretty that's a slap in the face. So, of course, it is CNN. You figure it out. Yeah, it's Monday. I know, I know, I know. We're just kind of limping along here today. Uh, We'll be back. Stay with us. Hey, for Radio News Hour, thanks for tuning in. Eric Cedarstrom, Joe Jaquin. Got Brooke and Wendy out front. uh, Allamericangold.com. Just, well, I'll tell you, the business news is non-existent. They have no stories uh, to back up any of the market movements to try to justify the economic conditions in this country. And I'm sticking with my uh, my original when we started back here three months ago. You're going to see tremendous commodity cycles. You're going to head into negative rates here. They're going to have to continue to stimuli the economy to keep it going. And uh, where we go from here, obviously, is just speculation and conjecture. But um, I think, in my personal opinion, in my heart of hearts, the best thing that you can do for yourself and your family is to start obtaining things that are real. Don't trust anything that you're seeing. Well, look at today. E-Trade, TD TD Ameritrade are down. Uh, We've seen this has been a pattern over the last probably about eight weeks now where these online platforms keep going down. Uh, It started with the Robin Hood. Uh, I know that... uh, Schwab had outages. Now E-Trade and TD Ameritrade are down. And I think this is going to happen uh, when, when it goes the other way and, and you ha- you start seeing uh, these big days, whether it's up or down, and all of a sudden you can't get access to your account. Well, they love it on the big down days because the people that are leveraged, they buy money to buy, they borrow money to buy equities, can't get out. And, of course, the people that loaned them the money that loaned them the money for the equities make more and more on the margin call. So, no, that would never happen. That's just crazy. So, how about Mitt Romney <laughs> marching with protesters? Yeah, well, I mean, you're Nobody's missing out on this, are they? Nobody. So. And this is what I'm saying. This whole I, I can't believe it. If you would have told me two weeks ago I'm going to come out on the air and say, you know what, Trump may not win. Because I think Biden's a clown. I mean, it's incredible how... Stupid, I think he is. Okay, and I, well, you're I, not alone. I mean, I just do. The guy, every time he talks, he puts his foot in his mouth, and I'm like, how can you vote for that? But I think people are gonna. Well, I think W. Bush might, you know, was right there with uh, Gerald Ford, and you know, a lot. We've had a lot of dumb presidents, and they, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, they're able to get things done. You know, they're like, this guy will sign anything. Right. Well, you right. You talk about Bush. 
right? It was Dick Cheney, right? Yeah. He was really the guy that was in charge, right? And you're, you're saying the same thing with same Biden. thing, right. They just put a straw guy in there. So, and he's run think by the about, other Think about what we've been talking about. We don't do a lot of social stuff, but right now we're forced to because there's no, they won't, just don't give you any business news to talk about. But think about what, what, what they want to put in place here. And think about Biden wins, and now they've got the way to do it, Eric. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's here. Even Alex Jones said last week that he didn't think Trump was going to get reelected. So, all right, now think of everything that we've been through. I know you're tired. Everybody's tired. The uh, Following the news is just, you know, is, is very taxing. But imagine the statement, four more years. <laughs> I mean, they're relentless. And I think this is what they were trying to get done. I mean, the, the, the Trump fatigue of the constant attack, constant attack, constant. They never let up, never let up. Impeachment in Russia and then the, the litany of things that have followed here. I mean, these people are rough. I mean, you think they want socialism and communism in this country and they're willing to do anything to get it? So four more years, how tough are you? You can take another four, try to hold this country together. I mean, ultimately, the demographics say that... Uh, the demographics in this country say we don't have a chance. That's exactly what they say. Right here in Arizona, they're saying we don't have a chance. We don't have a chance. Right? We already got one uh, one Democrat in as a senator. McSally's getting crushed in the polls right now. Looks like both of our senators are going to be Democrats. If you believe the polls, uh, Biden's got a huge lead here in well, Arizona. You know, the polls, though, that's what I love about them. They're all done by liberal papers. <laughs> They're fun to watch. So we'll just see. I mean, it's crazy. They got still a lot of things going on, though. A little, a little bit. I mean, think about news. the first thing Biden's going to do. First thing he's going to do, repeal the tax cuts that the business has got. That's the very first thing. Yep. I mean, you're going to see Wall Street. You know what? Let's hope Wall Street keeps rallying because if we're right and somehow Trump doesn't win, you're going to see Wall Street lose 50%. Oh, God, yeah. Or more. Or more, so. right? Because you know that's the first thing he's going to do to pay for repara- reparations or whatever it may be. Or right? Tax, or tax it. They want to tax all stock trades, the liberals. They also, you know, Hillary Clinton wanted to get rid of all conservative uh, media, us included. So, I don't know. I mean, are you going to watch the death of the country? Are we watching the death of the country? I think we are. So, I think we are. I think we are, too. The final blow. I mean, will be Drew Brees has it right. Four years ago, whenever that thing happened, right, everybody was, "Yeah, Drew Brees." You don't hear "Yeah, Drew Brees" today. No, no. Matter of fact, it went the other way, didn't it? Yeah. I got to apologize. My wife's got to apologize. Wife had to apologize. Right, we both got to apologize. And then the president tries to come out and support him, and Drew Brees says, "Yeah, thanks, no thanks. I stick by my apology." It's the most unpopular thing that I've ever seen standing up for the country today. The absolute most unpopular thing you can do, and and you take a risk. Take a big risk. Huge risk. Saying you're not getting on your knees. What are you going to do? Financially, the final blow will always come financially. Check every, every, every society since the beginning of time. When you get their wallets, the hearts and minds follow. They just line right up. The IRS is facing its next challenge. They're trying to reopen. The International, I'm sorry, Internal Revenue Service cranked out $267 billion in stimulus checks in about two months. 
faster than many analysts expected they could do it, but challenging work still lies ahead, such as the opening 10 million pieces of piled-up mail and resuming a semblance of normal taxpayer service. The agency already struggling with budget cuts and reduced staffs before the coronavirus pandemic hit in March was given the task of sending stimulus payments worth 1200 to most adults and 500 per child to help America ride out the economic slump. Now they're bringing all their employees back, trying to get the offices running in a semblance of normalcy. So I guess that'll be next. Defund the IRS. Where's the protest for that? Oh, that's right. None of these people protesting ever paid taxes. <laughs> I'll bet you, I'll bet you over 90% of the protesters on the street never paid taxes. Hey, final segment on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Joe Jenkins, allamericangold.com, Patriot Trading Group, one 800 592 they uh, published a picture of Jamie Dimon on one knee, the uh, Chase head guy. There so, you go again. Another so, another example. Amazing. Another example. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? They already burned. They were after the bank buildings were just a ridiculous high percentage of what they were lighting on fire. So, so But according to the Post, a frequent critic, what he sees uh, Jamie Dimon as poor planning and management of U.S. public affairs wore a face mask and chatted with 10 staffers during his visit. He also fielded questions on topics ranging from how he's feeling uh, post-surgery, he had surgery, I guess, and uh, how small business clients are faring. So it'll be interesting. The, the earnings coming out of this quarter are just going to be uh, you know, quite incredible to see. How much of it is going to be stimulus money and how much of it is going to be actually sales as we close the second quarter in the end of this month? Well, that's so. going to be really, really interesting. The the huge swings uh, by, by businesses and, and bailout money, non-bailout money, actual earnings, fake earnings. I think a lot of people are going to be curious to see if anybody gives any type of earnings guidance, you know, going into 2021. Yeah, I don't know how I you mean, do how, it. How so. do you value, uh, how overvalued is the stock market? If, if How do you know if nobody's telling you what they think forward earnings are actually going to be? How do you know if they're just not going to decide to just riot instantly, you know? How, what, what the smallest thing can just set off this entire pandemic of riots again? Who knows? They got nothing else to do. Again, I'll go back to my original statement. They don't have $20. Now, I know it's become Trey Chic. And, there, and big money has made its way into the protest. But the original protest, it was not there. It's there now. This is this generation's Woodstock. Okay, they want the beast. They want to take pictures. They want to be walking down the streets of Los Angeles in their Gucci shoes going, I care about the downtrodden. I'm, you know, I'm a good person. Take my selfie and I'll put it on my Facebook. You, you have to be there. So this is their Woodstock. But uh, how far this goes... And how they can stop it, nobody really knows. I mean, there's just no simple answer. So gold's back up $20 today after Friday's pounding into oblivion. Yeah, they took about half of it back. Gold's at $1,700 in change. Silver's up $0.35 as well. Uh, $17.80 on silver. 
Uh, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ are all higher as well. The Dow's up 200 more points, 27,350. The only thing down today, crude oil off over a dollar. Yeah, down almost 3%. So, uh, But looking at that, this is more like the trading patterns, I believe, that we'll see. Uh, as I told you, the stimulus economy, they've only pumped in $7 trillion in the last, what, 60 days. That's a great point. Matter of fact, so, we're $80 billion away. Before the end of this week, we'll have crested $26 trillion. Whew. Wow. Man, is that quick. Boy, quick. And again, they, you know, they, they're able to hide the Fed stimulus because that's done through fractional Correct. banking. That's where most of it is, right? right. We, we see the national debt. That's up $3 trillion, But that's the small part. It's the Fed's balance sheet that has the much bigger part of it. As long as Wall Street holds together the, uh, and the grocery stores still have food in them, the Heroes Act is going to be a tough ticket to get past. So, But again, as we've learned, that all that can change in the blink of an eye. Add some insurance to your portfolio and to your life. Get it put away. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. Ask for Eric. I'll be more than happy to make some suggestions for you and put together a portfolio. God bless everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Good Lord willing. Bye now.